the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the Force of Optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman, your happy host here, uh, coming to you on a fantastic Saturday afternoon. And joining me here, folks, I have Bob Gwaltney. Bob Gwaltney is the owner of Precision Ammunition in Riverside, California. Now, that's right. We have an ammunition company manufacturing in Riverside, California. There's actually somebody in the Second Amendment that's staying in California and actually doing some good things. How you doing, Bob? Great, great. Good afternoon. Good to, see, good to have you here. Thank hey, you. before we jump into all great things ammunition, let's talk about um, let's talk about our calendar. We've got a pretty busy calendar of events coming up here, folks. Next week, uh, we have the California Rifle and Pistol Association coming back on. Rick Travis, Executive Director. We're going to go over as many of the 38 anti-gun bills that we're facing in the state of California as we can. 38. Don't tell me elections don't have consequences. So we're going to make sure that we have the information, get that out. Uh, we are facing a legislative onslaught. We have got to get people active and on the streets and uh, voting and voting correctly as we go forward here. So we're going to find out more about that next week. On April 13th, we have a very busy day. April 13th, I'm going to be at, out at Rahagi's. That's the Disneyland for adults in the uh, Corona Norco area. California Rifle and Pistol Association is going to have their crawfish boil. Go out there, shoot some sporting clays, have a great time, eat some crawfish, have a have a wonderful Saturday afternoon out there at Rahagi's. Now, if you're not going to be at the crawfish boil, you've got an event going on on April 13th also. We do. Yeah, we have our basic pistol uh, training class with uh, True Defense Firearms out in uh, Cabazon. So it's a private property? Yes, correct. Private range? Private range. And uh, who runs this True Defense? Uh, Don Trujillo. With uh, True Defense. Very good. And how do they find out more information about that? Uh, best way to get more information is to give us a call, 951-741-5326. And that's just basic pistol safety? Basic pistol and firearm safety. Uh, I will say there is a strong focus on training for women. Uh, one of the trainers... Uh, on strong the, women. On the 13th, absolutely. <laughs> uh, will be my wife. Uh, she's a certified NRA instructor, also a well-armed woman instructor, and she will be uh, one of the instructors for that day. So really encouraging, as you say, strong women to uh, come out and learn what they need to know. That's awesome. Then following up that, on April 28th, folks, we have the Unite IE conference. We'll actually be there. So we're going to have a table, but Unite IE, it's the conservatives of Southern California and, and across, and some of the speakers are nationwide. So 
They're going to come in here and try and get a plan for how to take back California. Because right now with Gavin Newsom and the lunatics that uh, are running this place, it's it's awful hard to... Man, it's just hard to, to look in the newspaper and see what's coming up next. So we have an opportunity to turn this thing around, and that's where you're going to want to find out. Get your marching orders there. April 28th, Unite IE. I believe it's at the Doubletree in Ontario. Get some tickets uh, here at the station. Just look at the station's website. It's all over at AM590, The Answer. And if I have more information, I will be out there also. And then on May 4th, Quattro de Mayo. How's that? Nice. <laughs> on may 4th i'm going to do a special event this is the first one i've done like this but um i don't know if you're familiar with rex tibor rexdefense.com but he does a lot of, of gun reviews and long-range shooting precision stuff and i've been involved with him for several years uh teaching at some of the seminars but a lot of the people at these seminars have said hey we want to start hunting but you know you grew up in southern california you may not really be coming from a hunting culture you know, where do you start? Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to be the last guy in a long line of, of trucks going down a dirt road on opening day, right? That's, you don't want to be that. But how do you how do you get this knowledge and not spend 10 years in the field accumulating it, right? So there's some, some hacks, I guess you want to call them these days, right? So we have some hacks for hunters uh, on uh, Saturday, May 4th. I'm going to do a full day seminar on hunting 101, uh, focusing on deer hunting and, and some pig hunting, but focusing mainly on mule deer hunting in, in the West and Southern California and going for everything from habitat to the animals, the animal behavior, weather patterns, hunting gear, optics. Wow. going to try and cram as much as I can into eight hours. So it's going to be a very packed day. Bring your lunch. Great. I don't know if I want to do a lunch break, but that's going to be at... Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Uh, go to eventbrite.com and look up Hunting 101 for the tickets. Um, you can also look at my Facebook page. I have some links there. Just click Get Tickets. And uh, it's 100 bucks for all day. So it's limited seating. Uh, we're going to have a nice classroom that Vince is actually building out. So it'll be a fun event. I think it would be well worth your time to come to something like that because... If you haven't done it before, okay, let's just say that you you want to go deer hunting and you everything happened in your favor and boom, the gun went off and I have an animal at your hand at the bottom of the canyon. <laughs> Where do you go from here, right? <laughs> you just began the longest day of your life if you don't know what to do or, or have help in that situation. So, hey, before you get in that situation where we've all been there with an animal down at the bottom of the canyon, um, better have a plan. So this is this is the way you you learn about that. And unfortunately here in California, you know, we don't have the hunting culture. You know, you go to Colorado sure. and or even Michigan and Wisconsin and first day of deer season schools close. <laughs> it's a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the schools because everybody's going hunting because that's mm-hmm. what they do. So since we don't have that as part of our culture, this is just a way for guys to learn about what's involved, what to expect, what's realistic, what's not. There are not 200-inch mule deer running around every corner, especially in Southern California, right? So it's it's an important meeting, I think, a meeting of the minds. And that's going to be May 4th. And then 
if you really want to go, June 21st or 23rd, we'll be in Paso Robles on a pig hunt. So find out more on our Facebook page, Firing Line Radio Show on Facebook, firinglineradio.com for the podcast, and we're on Instagram. And on our, oh, geez, my goodness, we got so many announcements here, we're going to waste our whole first segment. I'm sorry about that, Bob. No problem. Our giveaways. Maglite was, was generous enough to donate their uh, ML150, 1,082 lumen rechargeable flashlight. I took it out. I, I walk my dog at night. I have a field across. I, I took the dog out, and she's a beautiful dog, but she's she's not wildlife savvy. Okay. The rabbits run around her. So I'm letting her walk around, and I shine the flashlight around, and I see two big green eyes, which I think is a dog in a neighbor's yard, but, but it's not. It's in the street. I look again, and I turn on that flashlight. It's a 400-pound black bear. Wow. And the amazing thing with this light, okay, a thousand lumens, he's a black bear in a black night with a black background, and you're able to pick him out. Uh-huh. You know, there's nothing reflective but his eyes, but you can see this, and he ran up the street, but it was actually pretty amazing, about a 400-pound wow. bear out there, yeah. which my wife wasn't happy to hear about. <laughs> but I'm giving away that flashlight, and actually, we did some choices. What you had to do to win is you had to go to our group page, and you had to share a post. So I randomly fic- picked a post and Fred Banuelos won that. Fred Congratulations, Fred. Banuelos won that uh, Maglite. Now, for those of you who are upset that you're not named Fred Banuelos, congratulations, Fred, by the way, um, realize that I'm still giving away the Macmillan MC3 stock. So giving those away two a month right now. We're getting flooded. It's going to be awesome. I can't believe how, how lucky we are for that. So how do you win that? Well, next week we'll announce who the winner is. That's going to be the same thing. You share the post and you put a hashtag for Firing Line Radio uh, or hashtag, and a hashtag for Macmillan Stocks or an at sign. You know, just tag us in the post. Set it up, share it on your pages, and we'll randomly pick somebody for that. And that's going to be a, a very expensive gift that we're giving away. So, Terrific. We're busy here. Yeah. We're busy. You know, as a matter of fact, now Precision Ammunition here in Riverside, you actually wanted to do a few giveaways. Right. Yeah. So we've got uh, some uh, ammunition to give away, uh, each each one of the uh, products that we produce. So in Riverside, uh, for handgun, we make 380, 40, and 45. And for rifle, we make uh, 223 and 556, and then also 308. And uh, so, yeah, we've got a box of a box of each to uh, to give away to your listeners. Okay. And so how should we do that? Should we, uh, are you on social media also? Yes. So how about we do the same thing? Share, well, we'll create a post, share that post, tag Precision Ammunition and Fireland Radio Show, and I'll let you randomly pick who wins. Terrific. Sounds good. All right. And so you've got five different things to win for that. Absolutely. And right, what's your website? Our website is precisiondefensive.com. PrecisionDefensive.com. Correct. So, okay, folks. So, you know, once again, we're going to get into who Bob is and Precision Ammunition. I'm sorry, our our events just took up the entire <laughs> first segment on that. Find out more, folks, at Firing Line Radio Show uh, on Facebook, FiringLineRadio.com. We're also on Instagram. We have tons of stuff to give away. And I'm very, very glad that the sponsors are, are stepping up and we're able to deliver this stuff. So thank you very much for your donation there, Bob. Folks, we'll be right back after this. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, 
or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hey, folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman here, and you know that every week on the Firing Line Radio Show, our conversation is going to revolve around firearms, hunting, gun rights, all the good things afforded to Americans under the Second Amendment of the Constitution. Now, our faithful and stalwart supporter in the, the defense of these rights has been our longtime sponsor, Vince Torres of Bullseye Sports, Guns, and Ammo in Riverside. If you're not armed for protection or recreation, then Bullseye Sport in Riverside is where you need to go for handguns, rifles, shotguns, ammo, accessories, and much more. After you purchase that firearm, Vince and I highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training course, one that's going to teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitudes essential to the safe, efficient use of your firearm. For more information about the certified firearm courses, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside. 951-823-0211. Visit their website, bullseyesport.com, for a schedule of classes because of Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammos. They believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. I think I said ammos. I think so. <laughs> Guns and ammos. <laughs> That's more than one bullet. Yeah, exactly. Check them out, Bullseye Sport. And again, Bullseye Sport is where we're going to do our Hunting 101 seminar. That's going to be in May 4th, Cuatro de Mayo. It's a new holiday. Awesome. <laughs> Quadro de Mayo, Bullseye Sport on, uh, on Central and Brockton and Riverside. And uh, check it out at uh, our website on our website and our Facebook page. Bob. Yes. We're going to actually focus on you now for the rest of the show. Sounds we're, good. We've done enough of, of our, our events. So, Bob, tell me about Precision Ammunition. Right. So uh, Precision Ammunition got started in uh, 2016. Uh, as I mentioned in our earlier segment, uh, my wife is a certified NRA instructor and well-armed woman instructor. She's done that for several years. 
And um, she heard frequently from her trainees that they had a very difficult time finding good quality ammunition at a reasonable price. Uh, if they tried to find ammunition at a reasonable price, they frequently encountered lots of problems, light primer strikes, um, you know, the stove piping, just wolf, all, all of the classic problems, uh, all of the classic problems. So like the exploding ammo. Yeah. We didn't hear too many stories of exploding ammo, um, fortunately. Um, but, uh, you know, just lo- a- lots of jam, occasionally powdered ammo. Occasionally. Occasionally. Yeah. yeah. Some in this one, not so much in that one. Right. Yeah. You know, right. when you, the when occasional you're... squib load, we did hear about some exactly. of those. So yeah. I get that. So, when you're when you're buying budget ammo, especially if it's imported budget ammo, you don't know who made it. The people who are selling it don't know who made it. You don't know what kind of quality control it's had. You don't know how it's been stored. You know, there are so many things that can alter the performance of ammunition. Absolutely. And when you're buying budget, you know what? It's... I don't know. It's like buying a used Yugo or something. Right. Yeah. You mentioned ammunition storage, and I'll, I'll even back up to the components that the ammunition is made from. Very, very important how particularly the powder is stored and how that's treated before it's put into the put into the casing. And so, yeah, you're right. Lots of variables that need to be controlled, and in many cases, you don't know. Now, we're here in Southern California and, uh, you know, the Redlands area or Riverside very many days in the summer over 100 degrees. Right. So powder storage. So yeah, we've got uh, climate control for our powder storage. So, I mean, just just tell tell people what happens to powder over 100 degrees for extended period of time. Well, uh, so powder is a chemical substance. Like many chemicals, if they're exposed to high heat, they begin to break down. And so, in the case of powder, it will literally become inactive if it's exposed to high heat for too you know too long of an extended period of time. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And that's just a storage heat. Uh, obviously, uh, too much high heat, it goes off. But um, uh, true. <laughs> I've, also, I've also heard that if you have, it can change the, com- the compounds inside it. So, you, you know, we're having 110, 115 degree days. It's in the corner of the garage where the sun hits. Maybe it's 115 degrees for extended periods of time that it can, it can alter the burn rate of the powder. Exactly. It, it, again, it alters the chemistry of that material. Uh, and high heat will definitely cause it to break down, as you say, change the chemical composition. And that can affect all kinds of parameters, including the burn rate. So during the summer, open up your refrigerator, throw the kale away. <laughs> and make some room for the, Put the powder in there, okay? <laughs> yep, exactly. Treat what's important, importantly. Yes, yeah, yes. No, no kale. Right. Well, you can use, actually, what I do with kale. Uh, have you done this before? It's, it's an uh, I'm amazing. Not sure. What's your question? Well, I I have I use a pair of tin snips, cut off a piece of it because you can't tear the stuff. Wrap it on my cleaning brush, and I organically scrub all the copper out of my barrel with kale. Okay, that sounds like the best use of kale I've ever heard. I've not tried that, but uh, now that I know, I will. <laughs> your mileage may vary. Uh, don't try this at home, folks. But that's that's about the most useful thing I can think of for that stuff. I tried eating it. My wife and I had these conversations. I tried eating it, man. It's like no. Yeah. I'm an omnivore except for that. Right. Yeah, that's rabbit food. Oh, poor rabbits. <laughs> okay. So so it's an important thing like when you're getting getting ammunition, getting ammunition at a deal that you understand the sourcing. Absolutely. And so yeah, the the where precision ammunition what we uh, are trying to fulfill is that need in the market for reasonably priced ammunition that's also good quality. 
Um, so, for example, we don't produce any reload. All of our ammunition is 100% brass, 100% new brass. And uh, that's just one of our one of our many quality parameters that we maintain to, again, provide our customers with good quality at a reasonable price. And so your chamberings here, is it just target ammo? Uh, we also are producing uh, hollow point uh, 9mm, so personal defense ammunition as well, 147 grain. 147 is a good number. Yeah. Do I have the 9 here? Uh, yeah, so the 9... This is the nine. Uh, That's three eighty. Sorry. Oh, he's holding out on me. I may not have the nine here. Right. I apologize. So you just have the FMJs here. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So for most people, if you're going to go shooting at targets or you're going to be training, use the least expensive quality ammo you can get. Right. I agree with that. Absolutely. You know, so so you're going to be running your full metal jackets, and it's important. Uh, when you're running full metal jacket, that that's your training ammo. It's your practice ammo. But you should also every now and then shoot a box of what you're going to be carrying. Mm -hmm. And the important, I mean, obviously, if you're law enforcement, the guys shoot buckets of it. But mm -hmm. for those of us who have to actually pay for <laughs> pay for our habits, um, you know, it can be more expensive because those bullets are simply cost more to manufacture all the way through. Correct. Yeah, the, the hollow point and personal defense ammunition is higher priced. For sure. and, and so what you want to make sure, folks, you want to make sure that your your gun feeds them correctly. Yes. So if you're dealing with, and all of your all of your offerings are semi-automatic cartridges. Yes. So you want to make sure that your gun feeds them, that your magazine is, is presenting it correctly, that your ramp's clean, that your ramp's polished. And so even though you may have gone out and just shot 500 rounds at the range of FMJ, uh, before you put that gun away or put it on your shelf as your defensive load, you need to run defensive ammo through it. Correct. Yes. At, for all the reasons that you said, you want to make sure that that defensive ammo is going to perform reliably, particularly in a personal defense situation. It's, it's essential that that uh, ammunition perform reliably. Yeah. yeah. And, and do you really want to have the gun you're going to defend your family with uh, chocked full of uh, Chinese ammo? No. <laughs> <laughs> we are made in America for a reason. Yes. Did I, did I just get a suit here? I'm looking at producer Dan goes, oh, no. Did we just get in trouble here? Is there a tariff against that? <laughs> but you want some quality stuff. And yeah. it can't. it's not that there can't be qualities from imported. But, hey, if we have somebody here, you know, I, I've made this point before in different areas. The Second Amendment crowd should be focusing on Second Amendment businesses. Right? Absolutely. So if you have a choice of precision ammunition and based here in Riverside, supporting all the local stuff here, staying in California versus some national brand or international brand that's getting imported, you know what? Support the Second Amendment crew. Now, it doesn't mean that you know, a national brand isn't pro Second Amendment, but support your local Second Amendment group. And, and the same thing comes everything from banking to real estate to whatever you're buying. Find out who you're buying from. You know, if mm -hmm. they've got a, a Prius with a unicorn sticker on the back, probably they're going to take the money you they earn from you and, and spend it on everything that you're against, right? Could be, could be. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> guess pretty high on that one. <laughs> so anyway, folks, I just want to make sure that we support the local community. Precision Ammunition and your website is precisiondefensive.com. You sell right off your website. Yes, we do. 
Okay. So you sell off your website, but they can come pick it up at your store. Yes, that's correct. Okay. So we get into that a little bit more about your manufacturing process. I did a tour there about a month ago when we set up this interview. Right. I haven't released all those top secret videos yet, (laughs) but they're coming. Great. All right, folks. Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Again, remember, on April 13th, there's a crawfish boil at Rahagi's. You're going to want to go to that for the California Rifle and Pistol Association. May 4th and uh, is our Hunting 101 seminar at Bullseye Sports. And April 28th, Unite IE at the Ontario Doubletree. We're going to be busy this month. Sounds like and Somewhere it. in there you have to pay your taxes. <laughs> I've been told. All right. Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn. Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by CCW Safe by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Spartans, lay down your weapons. Persians, come and get them. Hey, folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. I'm here with Bob Gwaltney of Precision Ammunition in Riverside. You know, we just. We're going to be busy this month, but one of the things you should always find time to do is reloading, or loading in your case, since you don't do reloads, just loads. Correct. There's a lot involved to it. A lot of people who are thinking about, geez, there's this ammunition bill coming up. Should I start reloading? Mm-hmm. Should I be buying ammunition? Fr- frankly, right now, you should be buying all the ammunition you can buy. Starting July 1st, uh, we have to conduct background checks. It will become much more difficult to buy Time ammunition. Consuming. After July 1st. More expensive. Uh, there is a fee. Absolutely. Yes. And, and there's the PETA, the pain in the arsenal. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> so there's the, the PETA factor. So you should be, if you have the means right now, you should be stocking up. Get yourself two, three years worth of ammunition. We suggest the same thing to our customers. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you're going to have... Is, now is the time to stock up. Exactly. So when it comes to loading, okay, I'm going to... Since you're the, the head guy, you've loaded more rounds than I have. Um, by about seven, I think, when we did the count. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> um, tell them about the components, what makes them up, the different parts of a cartridge, and, and how that comes together when you're creating a, a, a bullet. Right. So uh, four components to a cartridge. Uh, so going in order of the production process starts with the brass. And then we uh, install a primer, of course, in the primer pocket. Then we add powder. Uh, then the projectile goes on top. And then there's a sizing and a, a step we call crimping to ensure that that caliber uh, will correctly function for that gauge in the uh, in the firearm. 
Okay. So let's expand upon that a little bit. So sure. the brass cartridge. Mm-hmm. So this is what you see ejecting out of your cartridge. It's what holds all the components together. Correct. All right. Yes. So on the back of those, this everything you have is semi-automatic. Yes. So it's a rimless cartridge. Yes. So if you notice that the, except for your rifle, your pistols are straight-walled cartridges and yes. there's no rim on the end of it. It's it's the same diameter from the front of the cartridge. Slight taper, but from the front of the carpet, cartridge to the back is basically a straight wall. Same diameter, yes. And the reason that it doesn't have a rim on the back, like you would find in a revolver cartridge, is so when it's stacked in a magazine and it feeds, as the bolt pushes it forward and strips one bullet off of the magazine and puts it into the chamber, those rims don't catch, right? Right. Okay. Correct. So you have a rimless cartridge and there's 380, 9 millimeter. So what do the numbers mean? What's a 380? So that's that's referring to the diameter of, of that cartridge. So point, point 0.380. Um, in the case of 9 millimeter, if you caliper that cartridge, it, it is a 9 millimeter diameter. Okay. So it refers to the what the numbers refer to is the size of the cartridge. Right. And 380, they, they kind of do that just to mess with you because it's actually not 38 caliber, right? It's Correct. It's the same as a nine millimeter, which is like 0.354 or something like that in diameter. Right. So it's actually like a 0.35. It should be a yeah. 350, not a 380. Yeah, or a right? 354, I guess. Yeah. So so again, those, that's a marketing angle. Somebody called it a 380 ACP way back when because it sounded better than a 35. Right. You know, it sounded much more powerful than a 32. Um, and, and 38s were being sold at the time. So it, it made sense marketing wise. Marketing wise. So right. that's, that's a bit of a misnomer. Right. But a 380 bullet and a 9mm bullet are the same diameter. Same diameter, uh, different, typically different weight projectile. And that's because the 380 is a shorter cartridge than the 9mm. Um, so the 380 is also shorter, yes. So shorter cartridge and, as I say, typically a lighter projectile. So with a shorter cartridge, their 380s are basically usually made for carry guns, light guns, um, which probably can't take a lot of recoil in their system. Or you just don't want to have a huge recoiling cartridge in a 11-ounce gun. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. So, so they have a, a lighter um, bullet to have a less of a recoil action when you shoot these smaller, lighter guns. Right. And as you say, it's typically for personal carry. That's. Uh, Can you talk about the actual defensive bullet that you have for that? Uh, so for that, as well as for a nine, uh, it's a, what's called a hollow point projectile or a hollow point bullet, uh, which expands. Uh, you more. showed me some in your, can you talk about those? The ones you showed me at your office? Uh, as far as what they are? The okay. diameters they expand to. So the diameter uh, again, we were talking about. Uh, it's you know starts out at nine millimeter. It will it will expand to you know the size of a silver dollar. Um, that that particular projectile because it is hollow point. It is made to expand. Um, you know for the purposes of taking down your target. So in defensive ammunition, uh, as opposed to full metal jacket round nose. Right where you're just you're shooting paper or steel or something, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But you have to, in defensive ammunition, the goal is to, to deliver as much energy from the bullet into the target, mm-hmm. right, and make that energy stay in the target. So if a bullet is the same weight, say it's a hundred grain bullet in in a three eighty and a hundred grain defensive load in a three eighty, the weight, the energy hitting the target is the same at the same velocity. Mm-hmm. But one, the full metal jacket, will tend to pass through 
and maintain its speed as it passes through a target, whereas the defensive one will actually be constructed purposefully to deform in the front end, come apart, make its uh, make the the opening of it wider, mm-hmm. and to to take the energy, its forward momentum energy, and its spinning energy, RPM energy, and deliver that into the target tissue. Right. Correct. And that causes massive trauma, which incapacitates bad guys. That's that's exactly right. That's that's where the term pee pants comes in. <laughs> Definitely. How many times did you shoot him? I just shot him until he peed his pants. That's it. I quit then. <laughs> I knew my job was done then. I was no longer I was no longer in fear of my life because he peed his pants. Oh, yeah, the threat's so. been eliminated. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't help it. He was standing on electrical wire at the time. <laughs> All right, so that's that's what's uh, involved in those different types of bullets. Um, the powder that's concerned, you typically use a small flake or ball powder. We use ball powder. Ball powder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's because you're doing mass production. Right. And, well, tell them how the, how the powder is measured. So, yeah, uh, powder is measured by volume, uh, but we're targeting a, a certain weight. And uh, so it's very important, uh, again, that the quality of that powder be the same every time if the if the density changes, the mass per unit volume mm-hmm. changes because of humidity or other issues, because we're measuring volume, we'll actually get different weights if we don't maintain a consistent quality of the powder that's being fed into the process. And so uh, we use, again, we use the ball powder because it's a little less variable in terms of humidity effects, uh, and it flows very well through the components for of, our, of our machine. manufacturing, it's beautiful for that. Right. Yeah. So... Uh, gunpowder comes in different forms, folks. Some of it, if you had a pencil or a pen, you know, you have a cylindrical shape. Mm-hmm. So some of it, like for, for large rifles and magnums and most rifles, you have a cylindrical stick that might be a 16th or a 32nd of an inch in length. But that's stick powder. Mm-hmm. Then you have flake powder, which really looks like tiny little round flakes. And that's something like a bullseye or a unique, usually very dirty burning um, some of them can be. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then uh, when it comes to pistols and AR-15s and stuff like that that you want to load for, the ball powder is kind of the, the awesome mix. Mm-hmm. And because they are they are seriously little spheres, and as you're loading for volume, you have a measurer that loads by weight. You lift up an empty cylinder. The weight drops. The weight of the powder drops into it. You, it closes and dumps into the cartridge by volume, right? Correct. So if you're powder is uniform in size and shape, then that volume measurement is much more consistent. Correct. And you're able to deliver, and accuracy is consistency. So, yes, the accuracy depends, among other things, upon the consistency of each powder load in a particular, you know, say a 9mm box. A box of uh, 50 rounds of 9mm, if the powder weights vary... In those 50 cartridges, then you'll get very different velocities and very different accuracy. Exactly. And, and you know, the, the type of powder that we're putting in, um, powder is weighed by grains. Yes. And there's 7,000 grains in a pound. In a pound, yes. And you're talking about how many grains for a 9 millimeter? Roughly five. Right. So, so 350 rounds per pound? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So 350 um, rounds per pound of powder is, is really all we're talking about there. Right. 
That's interesting stuff. Well, yeah. it's interesting to me because yeah. I'm I'm a, I'm a geek like that. Well, it fascinates right. me. <laughs> <laughs> so we've talked we've talked about the cartridge. We've talked about the powder. We've talked about the bullets and bullet construction. You have defensive and you have target. Um, the primer is the primer. one that does the ignition. Yes, and that's very important that you have the same flame and heat every time to light those five grains of powder in the same manner. Yes, and you don't want to have too tough of a primer. Correct. Or too light of a primer. Or too light of a primer, right. Yeah. Yes. So there's a lot of things that come in, in making quality ammunition. These are the components that make it up. We're going to cut here and go to your manufacturing process when we come back. And, right. uh, and we'll work on this giveaway. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. I'm here with Bob Gwaltney of Precision Ammunition, and we'll be right back after this. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of your women. That is good. That is good. Huggle, huggle. That is best in life. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Welcome back here. I have Bob Gwaltney from Precision Ammunition. And, you know, before we get into the actual manufacturing of your complex, what you guys are doing there, I just have to hit this calendar again because we are that busy right now. Sure. Uh, next week, we're going to have Rick Travis on for the California Rifle and Pistol Association going over all 38 bills. Well, we won't be able to get to all of them. <laughs> Everything you're facing in the in the Second Amendment crowd, folks, you want to hear that show. April 13th, we will be at Rahagi's for the crawfish boil. If you don't go to that, head on out to True Defense with uh, with Bob over here and uh, Don Trujillo at uh, Cabazon, 951-741-5326. And then on the 28th, April 28th, we're going to be at the Unite IE conference on I think it's a Sunday afternoon, 28th, at uh, Ontario Doubletree. We'll have a table out there, some great speakers. You're going to want to hear them all. Um, I don't know if they'll let me inside, but I'll be out there anyway. So we'll check that out. April 28th, United IE. And then May 4th, Quattro de Mayo, we have Hunting 101 Seminar at Bullseye Sports in Riverside. So if you haven't gone hunting before, you want to learn more about it, head on out for that. Tickets are available at eventbrite.com. Search for Hunting 101 or on my Facebook page, Firing Line Radio Show. And also, congratulations to Fred Benuelos. Fred Benuelos won the Maglite ML150, son of a gun, giant 1082 lumen rechargeable flashlight. Nice. Lights up bears. Yeah. I have proof. <laughs> All right. So that's awesome. Uh, Fred, we'll get a hold of you uh, on our Facebook post to let you know. So that's a pretty good, pretty good deal for you. Oh, and... 
And folks, to look at the the McMillan's MC3 stock we're giving away. It's their tradition, or excuse me, this one's the Legend series. So it's a tactical stock. It's the polymer pillar bedded. It's awesome. So check that out on our Facebook page. Also, you need to share the post and instructions are there. Just share it. Move on. We're going to be giving these away. They are fantastic stocks for Remington 700s. Okay. Nice. There, I've done all my homework. Now let's talk about you. Precision ammunition. Went to your, went to your location, did a tour. Really cool. Very mm-hmm. clean place. Much cleaner than my reloading room. I didn't say much though. <laughs> anyway, I usually I, I get one of those long stick lighters. That's why I clean up the powder. Okay. <laughs> it's so, quick, I'm sure. It is quick. It's more fun. <laughs> Vacuum schmackum. All right. So um, you've got these giant presses that are going, and these are fairly automated. You yes. have to, to maintain them and, and watch what's going on. Right. But let's take it from the left-hand side to the right-hand side, because on the left-hand side is the raw material going in. Your cartridges go up on top in a hopper. Right. What happens from there? Right. So the manufacturing process, uh, think of it like an assembly line. Uh, and starting with, as you say, the, the case drops down. Um, we have a couple of stations on our machine for decapping and sizing. Now, why is that important that you decap new brass? So for I was going to say that for new brass, really not an issue. Um, but it nevertheless, I think, makes sense to make sure that that primer pocket is, is clean. Even with new brass, sometimes manufacturers of the brass will tumble it in a, in a corn mixture, uh, corn husk mi- mm-hmm. mixture, I should say, to um, – uh, give it more it's a, shine. It's a sour mash mixture. <laughs> They're really <laughs> yeah. making whiskey with it. <laughs> right. And um, sometimes those, uh, w- you know, w- we've seen uh, those corn husk pieces stuck mm-hmm. in the in the primer pocket. So, and, and guys, if you're doing reloading and you're tumbling your brass, same thing. Absolutely. And so, uh, you know, even with new brass, yeah, probably could, not essential to decap, but we do a, it anyway. Could be a small piece of, uh, of brass deformed in the way. Could be, yeah. Uh, again, we we've seen certainly uh, other other things, uh, foreign objects that shouldn't be in the primer pocket. So we do decap. Uh, we also have a uh, a sizing stage as as the next stage. Again, not as important for new brass, uh, but with reloads because yeah. it is fired, the brass will deform. It will compress and literally change the caliber, and so the sizing die gets it back to in the case of let's say nine millimeter. Um, gets it back to that nine millimeter specification, mm-hmm. those nine millimeter dimensions. I've seen I've seen like bulk brass delivered, and you know it comes off the back of the UPS truck or whoever else drop kicked it, <laughs> and okay. and so you open up your package, your brand new, I'll say forty five ACP or long colt brass, and it's dented or it's flat. Wow. You know, and it's just from shipping because uh-huh. these are big, wide cartridges, and they're not exactly the most tough metal in the world. So when you run them through your your resizer you're making sure everything is cylindrical again that, right off the bat. It does that as well. That's correct. Yeah. So um takes care of the stretch, takes care of any out of round, so mm-hmm. to speak. And um, so that is... Extremely important when you're shooting semi-auto. Yes. Yes. You uh, definitely need that. So, um yeah, those are the first two stages. Uh, next stage is uh, where we do insert insert the primer. So... Much like the brass cases falling by gravity on our machine, the primers also fall by gravity into a specific slot. And then there's a pin that will press uh, under pressure 
press that uh, primer carefully into uh, into right. the primer pocket. And um, so so now at this point we've got primered brass. And so you have a line of cartridges that move each step, right? Move it, it, over. We've got yeah, we've got a couple of different machines. One is a linear machine. The other one is a circular. But the fundamentals and the concepts are the same. Okay. Yeah. So the next step is. And so after uh, after we've primer. got after we've got the primer, then we put a, a slight bell. So we have a belling die, uh, and dies I should say are what manipulate the uh, cases to cartridges as they move through the process. Each die is case specific to uh, form something special. Whatever you want the brass to do at that point. Correct. Yeah. So if you're if you're in this case, uh, doing a, a bell. So belling takes the mouth of the case and opens it like this. Correct. Yeah, flares it out, so to speak. Not not hugely. I mean, this is overdramatic, but but it opens it up so you can... Install, ultimately, at, at the appropriate stage, install the projectile without any, or I'll say with less interference. Without catching the edge and crushing the brass. Right, exactly. I've done that before. Yeah, but to your point, if you flare it too much, then the brass will actually catch on that die, and now you've got the reverse problem. So the amount of flare or the amount of belling is um, something we also tightly control. Art and science. Both, yes, yes. Uh, and so after we've got, uh, now we've got a cartridge that's uh, primed and has been Belled. shaped for the projectile belled. Uh, next step is uh, the powder. And so again, by gravity, we do a powder drop. Um, again, we're, we're measuring volume, but we're targeting weight. And so this is a particular step in the process where we do uh, many quality checks to ensure that, again, if we're loading to five grains for nine millimeter, that um, you know we're five grains plus or minus a couple thousandths. I mean, we tightly control that, again, for the reasons that we talked about before around consistent velocity and the effect that has on accuracy. And, and safety. So and safety know, as well, yes. If you're loading, say, 30-06, you got 50 grains of powder going in the cartridge, right? The cartridge holds 55 grains. Mm -hmm. You can't double load it. So, you know, let's say that you're loading... You pour, get your scoop of 55 grains, you put it in the cartridge, you answer a phone call, you come back, you get your next powder, try and put it in the same cartridge. It doesn't work. Mm -hmm. right? It stacks it all the way up inside the funnel. Mm -hmm. Tips tips me off. Hey, dummy. <laughs> You've overloaded. Yeah. <laughs> this right. thing, dump this thing, right? Right. But in a pistol, uh, because we're dealing with such light amounts of powder per cartridge, I mean, a cartridge could hold 15 or 20 grains. And you're only using in five. So your powder control is extremely important because a double load could cause a major issue. As you said, it's very important for safety as well. And so the next stage after the powder drop, as I describe it, is a powder check. And it's literally a step to ensure that there's not too little powder and there's not too much powder, um, again, for safety reasons. Yeah, and that's, that's awesome. If you're hand loading at home, you usually don't have that function okay yeah i mean especially if you're using an automated like like a dylan or something you know it's just moving along down the road uh -huh. and sometimes guys will end up with a round that doesn't have anything in it, mm -hmm. it, it whatever he when he went to powder he didn't fully uh pull down the crank so it didn't release the powder it just moved one down the road and then you end up with a squib load down the uh, road you sure can which is so much fun well um you know dangerous literally can be yeah yeah, if you if you don't handle them properly, right. then the bullet gets seated. So um, so we've done the powder check, uh, and again, I should say that you know we're not only doing that step, but we're also um, the the machine will stop 
Right. If, if, if we're out of tolerance, then everything stops Perfect. And, we, first. and we adjust that and then, and then move forward. Folks, that's why you want to go down, down to Precision Ammunition. He's down here in Riverside. Yes. PrecisionDefensive.com. Yes. Go to our Facebook page. Join the group, which is free. Do a hashtag uh, share for Precision Defensive and Firing Line Radio Show. I'll have a post. You just share it on your own site. We're giving away five boxes of ammunition. Yes. Pick them up in Riverside. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Bob, thank you for what you do. Thank you. All right. Have a great day. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll see you all next week, and we're going to be busy in April. Sounds God like bless. it. Yeah. Amen. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. The Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. CCW Safe. Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.